Testing, one, two, three. Mr. Mr. Four, two, four, two. You can hear him now. Okay, Crisis, what's up? Okay, so they said they can hear us? Yeah, but now my video isn't coming out. Hold on. It's kind of weird. Hey, uh, the That's title needs to get updated, by the way. Oh, okay. Got it. Let me update it. My guy who usually helps me run these is MIA tonight. Cool. I think everyone can hear. Uh, okay, so everyone can hear and, and uh, see us. See me, at least. Okay. See me. Yeah. Okay, I'm just doing a Twitch login real quick. What's going on, everybody? It's good to see you guys. As always, we'll be doing those free membership giveaways sometime in between um, this conversation. This is going to be an exciting one, so buckle up. What's up, everyone? Morning sense ad. Yeah. Well, while we're waiting for, uh, yeah, while we're waiting, go check, check me out. I'm, uh, I'm going to be your longer term investing guy. Uh, you're not, I thought you were the penny stock guru. I, oh, I'm the penny said. stock guru, I guess. The OTC guy, they said. <laughs> Uh, how's the Bitcoin going? It's going very well. I bought my first Bitcoin at 300 bucks back in 2014. <laughs> so I think it's gone pretty good. All right. I got to give me two seconds here. I'm trying to figure out how to change the title on this. All right. So, oh, blank rabbit. You, you saw my video. That's awesome. Cool, cool. We got 158 on the stream. It's great. I usually stream on YouTube, so Twitch is new to me. I don't even have like uh, I don't even have an account. But uh, while I guess uh, while Mr. Four to Eight gets ready, uh, I can just tell you guys all about me and answer any of these questions uh, if you want. Um, let's see. Anyway, whatever. So. My name's Justin O. Uh, I'm from Southern California originally, uh, specifically Orange County. Uh, went to Notre Dame, uh, graduated in three years. Uh, went to New York City, worked in uh, debt capital markets or actually investment banking um, at Deutsche Bank on at 60 Wall Street. Um, let's see, yeah, so investment banking, did a lot of like LBO deals. At the time, it was one of the best groups on the street. Uh, after that, uh, worked at a kind of a one and a half billion dollar hedge fund, um, in the New York area. Uh, that one's private. Uh, so we'll not say the name, but, uh, lots of long-term value investing types of style, um, analysis. After that, I went to, um, a big one, uh, 20, you know, $30 billion hedge fund called Citadel. You guys have all probably heard of it if you haven't already. Um, so yeah, that's that. So did a lot, you know, managed, I was one of three people managing nine figures. So, uh, it was really cool. So actually back then, 
uh, it was, you know, I was in New York City, uh, worked at 50, 53rd and Lex. And it was like, it was actually in that big skyscraper that uh, almost fell down or like it had like some, if the wind blew on, on one end when they built it. Um, there was a TikTok on it. I forget. I forget the actual address. But um, anyway, it was on Lexington Ave. Uh, yeah, so basically we, we managed like nine figures. Uh, it, was, it was me, another analyst, and a PM. Uh, it was, we, we leveraged the fees that Citadel paid on the street uh, to like basically analyze pre-IPO stocks and, and like we'd get allocations. And so it was a lot around IPOs, which is really interesting that, that all that's coming back around. Um, so I have a lot of experience like investing like millions of dollars in, in IPOs from the institutional side and also buying and selling just generally stocks after the IPOs. So, I mean, it just ended up being kind of generalist long short book. Um, and, you know, since then I'm allowed to do this because I'm not regulated by the SEC anymore. Uh, I actually took a job as the CFO of a, of a software company uh, down here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, so been doing that for... I don't know, three or four years now. Uh, it's been a great, first of all, I've, I've always been kind of on the front end of the curve of, of trends. So I definitely beat everyone moving away from New York City to a, a zero t income tax state. So just for your, for those of you that, um, uh, yeah, so ju just because, hey, D Dolph, Dolph, you live in Nashville. What's up? Um, go Preds, I guess. Uh, yeah, so... Um, what course did I take to get into investment banking? I, I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't take a course. I mean, like I, I got into a, like the typical internship bank and uh, internship and whatever. So guys, I'm not Mr. Four to eight. Mr. Four to eight is like prepping some stuff. Guys, uh, if you want to check me out, I'm a couple cents everywhere. And I also have, um, yeah, a couple cents. Um, and this is not, uh, I'm not Mr. Four to eight. I'm the guest today. I'm here. Mr. Mr. is here. I was uh, getting organized and trying to get some of this. Uh, we updated the title on the video, it looks like, I believe. Yep, at just no, a couple cents. Awesome, guys. 6 p.m. We're letting everybody's rolling in. We got 381 people here. Let's see if we can top out like five, 600 by the end of the night, guys. Um, but yeah, thank you for introducing yourself. And sorry for the, I, I could hear the awkward silence for a second with you asking me a question. But uh, yeah. I apologize. I was missing. So looks like the stream is crystal clear. Everybody can hear us. Questions are already on and popping. Uh, we're all over social media. So, you know, let's get this started. Justin, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for coming here today. Uh, we have this series that we, you know, it's, it's pretty new to us, but you've been doing this thing um, from the jump. And I just want to say thank you and, and shout you out because, you know, to everybody that doesn't know Justin, a lot of you guys do know him, um, but for those that don't, Justin was Mr. Uh, start the whole finance finance gig on TikTok. And that was at least how I got introduced to him. And he was actually the inspiration behind, um, you know, my former business stock VIP and, you know, now wise guy investing. So without this man, you know, instrumentally, his the inspiration that he gave me to get on social media and create this business, you know, we wouldn't be here all, you know, together today. So it's amazing to uh, have you here and, you know, just thank you for all the value you've brought into, you know, my life. Yeah, no, of course. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be on here as, as much as you want. Mr. Ford, a well, awesome guy has built, has built an amazing community. 
you guys are awesome. I'm, 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 I'm pleased to be in front of you all tonight. So thanks for having me. Booyah, booyah. So we talked a little bit, let's just get right into it. We talked a little bit about, you know, who you are, you have this background in Wall Street and finance, you know, some of these buzzwords that get people going, huh, okay, this, this guy must, you know, this guy knows his stuff, but you really, you, you really do know your stuff. I think you're the first guy that we've had on here that is, I would truly say you're a numbers guy, right? Like when it comes to numbers, you can break out the spreadsheet and, you know, get into it. Is that something that always interested you and came easy to you? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a really good question, right? So, uh, I don't know. I'm sure you have some folks that are in, uh, maybe school, right? I'm not really sure what your average age of, of, uh, stream or like whoever's tuning in, but just speaking to those of you that are, you know, I'll start from the very beginning, basically, you know, I'm Asian clearly, <laughs> uh, grew up wanting to be like a, a surgeon. Right. But I, I definitely, um, I definitely wanted, I, I, I found myself wanting to do that because, uh, it was, you know, the right, it was the thing to do. You're good at school. You study hard. You make good money, right? I think the biggest thing that really gave me hesitation was the fact that you had to go to school for so long. So the payback period was just so long. You basically only really started making money at least in at 35. And we can fast forward, but um, so and I also like found myself dreaming about just business, right? Like opening up um, surgery centers or whatever. So. I'm probably a lot older than a lot of you. I, um, maybe not a lot older, but, uh, when I was in high, uh, maybe like at the end of my high school experience, uh, the 08 great financial crisis hit. And I was like, Whoa, what do these people do? Right. I was from California. I told these folks, uh, before I was in California and like us Californians don't really know much about wall street. Like that's something that you grow up knowing on the East coast, but not the West coast. West coast is very engineering, uh, like PhD, like very oriented culture. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, I was like, what do these hedge fund people do? So I basically switched my thing. I said, I want to, um, I want to go to a top school a top business school because I don't like, I've never been one to be like, Oh, I'm just going to study for studying sake. Like I've always been like, I got to get that. I got to earn a lot of money. Uh, you know, money is, is, scoreboard, you know, you know, all the classic thing. Right. Uh, so I, you know, applied to the top two undergraduate business schools at the, at the time and got into one or uh, early and got into one, uh, went there, graduated in three years. Uh, I actually applied to a bulge bracket investment bank, um, as an, as a sophomore and applied as a junior. And then, uh, yeah, I got in because I was an academic junior. Cause I, I basically, I, I had, like accelerated my courses and I had come in with a bunch of AP credits and, um, yeah. And I, uh, I got, I got the job, the, the full-time offer. Uh, we did the internship in New York city. That was probably one of the most fun periods of my time, just like internship <laughs> in New York city. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then Get yeah, off the to the races really. Yeah. So <clears throat> we have a lot of, you know, younger folks here. There's, you know, we have our fair share of older folks as well, but, um, a lot of, you know, buzzwords come around the word Wall Street and um, hedge funds. Dive into hedge funds a little bit. What what it really is a hedge fund, um, and what it, what was your role? I know I heard you were talking to a couple of people before, but you know we had we got a lot more people to enter now. So what was your role there, um, and how do they function? Yeah. So what a hedge fund is is a pooled group of money. Um, 
invest like buy usually it's either super rich people or um, more often it's like institutions and they invest in a legal vehicle that's managed by investors and those investors are called managers and they take that money and invest it uh, according to a style that or a strategy they have now uh in order to invest in a hedge fund you need to be accredited so you kind of already need to be i've been you already need to be rich uh or earn you know just earn more than what the accreditation uh requirements are uh then you have to be uh, yeah so but usually it's like calpers have you guys heard of that it's like a big retirement fund or like harvard's endowment or you know all these institutions they invest in these vehicles and then a manager invests that money for them and in, in exchange that manager takes a fee uh, to manage the money and a fee of the upside but I, th I would say the industry used to be really extremely lucrative um, which is what lured me into it you know, it's still very lucrative on a, on a relative basis, but these days in order to start your own hedge fund, you really need like at least 50 to a hundred million to start. And, uh, so yeah, it's that. Awesome. So let's, let's fast forward a little bit and get to, um, you know, you, you leave wall street, you were there for what, 10 years. Um, I mean, I'm still kind of around wall street. I would say probably like seven, eight. Okay. So you're in Nashville now. You're a CFO, which is Chief Financial Officer, for those that don't know, um, of a tech company, correct? Yes, I am. So the way that Wall Street works, and I don't know if you, if you all know this, but basically um, a lot of companies in, in the world are actually owned by another type of Wall Street hedge fund. Um, they're called private equity funds, and some of these are are publicly traded, like you might have heard of like KKR or Blackstone. Um, so, right, like you, I work for a company that's actually owned by a fund as well. So it's kind of like the world is, you can argue that the world is just corporate world and Wall Street is just a part of that corporate world. Totally. So I want to get into how you went from, you know, Wall Street to, I guess, still Wall Street, but you're, you know, doing the CFO thing too. How did you end up on TikTok and then wanting to start your own business? Because that is where we're at today. While you're doing everything else, you got your whole business going, social media, um, and that's a lot of work. And a lot, a lot of people don't know how much work that really is until they're, you know, knee deep in it. So get us started on that journey. Yeah, for sure. So as you, uh, so I would say when the, right before the pandemic started, it was like right when, I guess February turned to March and you know, all this was starting. I basically just randomly like on a whim, I'd been on TikTok for a while just as a user. And I had randomly just took a video of myself, like in the TikTok style, it was pretty bad. And I said, uh, this is why I'm going to start buying the S and P 500 at about 24 to 2,500, um, on the S and P 500. And it was based on some back of the envelope, like price to earnings kind of estimations. And, you know, that's not like, it's just back of the envelope types of analysis. And I ended up calling the, I mean, it got like two and a half million views. I actually ended up calling the exact bottom on the S&P 500. But um, yeah, so that's that. And uh, yeah, people very clearly 
needed more information from me. So I just kept making content, right? Um, making content on TikTok, and then people just wanted more and more. So I started a website, uh, a couple cents.com. I have uh, a free daily email newsletter. You guys can all sign up for it. It's completely free. I, I wake up most mornings. I'm actually uh, taking the next two days off, but almost every single day or actually every single weekday, we send out a newsletter with business news and my like take. So if there's news about Disney, I'll, I'll tell you about Disney stock. If there's news about Netflix, I'll tell you about my views on Netflix stock, um, that kind of stuff. And two, yeah. And I, I have like a membership as well on my website where we kind of, you get to see all my favorite stocks and my latest trades. I will say, right. Uh, Mr. Four to eight, community is going to be much better for those who want to more actively uh, trade and more actively invest. My, my style is a little bit more long-term. Um, you know, ideally I'm probably not selling a stock that I buy at least for three months. Um, but if it, if it rips to my target price earlier, like I'm happy to sell it. Uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, I think, I think it actually fits together quite nicely because a lot of, um, a lot of, even like the traders, although they're, it's kind of a, uh, it's a, a breed that is filtering out of Wall Street because of the computers. But a lot of the trade, like the traders and the shorter term guys on Wall Street still wanted fundamental research. So that's what I am is I'm a fundamental equity research analyst at heart. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just make content now and, and you're right. It's like, you know, I have a full-time role as a CFO. I do all this content. And I feel an obligation to people because, um, you know, the, the folks on my community are, are investing, you know, tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe even more, some even more, actually, I know, um, of their, like, retirement accounts, right? Um, I have one member who made, like, $3 million on Bitcoin very early, and then he's looking to, like, flip that to a more, like, conservative equity portfolio. So, you know, I feel a lot of what keeps me going, and as you know, like, first of all, Four to eight, Mr. Four to eight, he's the king of finance, social media, and everything. I, I have to follow suit, right? I may have been <laughs> one of the the first on the scene, but you know, I'm I'm like 30 years old, man. I'm not I'm not really a uh, I'm not a uh, um, I am not native in the way in the way that you are. So, c congrats to you, the community. I'm yeah, in the community, thank you, thank you. in your community. It's an amazing community, guys. His community is amazing, but I think actually our communities are very complimentary, right? Like his, his is going to be so much more engaging, um, a lot more fun, uh, a lot of, a lot of great ideas, right? Great ideas. You'll always like lots of great advice from a lot of different people, um, or opinions, not advice. Um, I think my site's a little bit more like how you would structure like, let's say you were 20, let's say you were like 30 years old, worked a full-time job and we're investing your like 401k or, or personal portfolio. Um, you would probably come to some of my, my like strategies, but they actually do complement each other because usually, Absolutely. right. I mean, for Mr. Ford, you have to, uh, this is a question to you. Uh, and if you like stocks, you do both investing and trading, like they're both fun. Absolutely. And so I think that one of the I think that the first thing that caught my attention when you started a couple cents was um, you have a pie graph, you know, pie graph that shows your portfolio. And in it, I didn't just see uh, penny stocks and swing trades and, uh, you know, OTC and all this stuff that's fun, you know, for the retail investor, or retail trader. 
um, I saw real estate, I saw crypto, I saw, you know, long-term, I saw, um, you know, growth. So I started to take a step back and, um, you know, this is, this is something important guys, because, um, look, I'm, I'm a salesman, right? So you see my TikToks. I want you to get hyped up. The goal is to, this is a business, right? It's not just stocks, but for me, this is my, you know, livelihood. This is my business. So I get, I, you know, I force the clicks. I, I click funnel you to the website. I get you into the server. Um, and then from there, we provide an amazing community, right? We, it's very positive. You know, we're focused on, um, you know, high success trades, um, but they are risky, right? And so where a lot of people get lost is because we're on TikTok, we're pulling in people that are, you know, 16 to 22, uh, 23. And, you know, it's expected that, you know, they have, you know, I have a thousand dollars. What do I put all of my money in right now to get rich tomorrow? And that is, okay, that is like step one where everybody goes wrong and you'll lose that money and you'll learn. It's, it is just how the game it's works. It's tuition. And That's tuition. Yeah, it is tuition. It's market tuition. You don't go to college for free unless you're, uh, you know, unless, okay, that's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad, there's people that go to college for free, but the point is, um, everybody learns the hard way. I learned the hard way. I blew up multiple accounts, lost thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, you have a really good day. You think, Oh, I, I got this right. Here's the game though. And here's why, you know, Justin and I bring a lot of value to each other. The game is long-term, right? So I've been able to harness my, you know, and practice and, and, and craft my, my trading skills to where I'm able to make it a long-term game. But that doesn't mean that I don't have a retirement set up. They don't have, you know, a Roth IRA set up. That doesn't mean that I'm not in cryptos, that I'm not in real estate. Because what happens when we're trading, right? And we're in a thousand swing trades, all in full portfolio and COVID-19 version two happens. Or what another topic that we're going to talk about later this evening is what happens when this bubble pops. When this massive tech bubble that we're in, what happens when it pops one day and you have no risk management, you have $25,000 all in, uh, you know, Neo and, you know, it's, you know, some stock that you think is going to go to the moon next year and it all, and, you know, it shits the bed and you're standing there with your hands in your pants. Like, what do I do? And that is why we really want to start focusing and integrating more of Justin's style, um, as well mixed with our style of trading. That way you can have, you, you guys can become well-rounded investors because at the end of the day, both Justin and I, 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 I you know, I'm going to speak on Justin's behalf and he can uh, attest to this. Our goal is not that you just follow plays and follow stock advice or excuse me, not stock advice, but stock um, of the community blindly, um, but that you learn and can take these skills and go off the rest of your life and be able to make educated decisions in investing. A lot of decisions that people aren't well equipped to make in the real world. And unfortunately, they miss out on a lot, a lot of money. Yeah, no, I, I have to say that's really well said. I think um, you need to bifurcate or separate the two parts of your brain, right? There's the, uh, this is the side that I'm using for high risk, high reward trades. And then this is the side that I do not touch because this is my retirement. This is my wealth building, right? And they can, they don't overlap, right? Um, they shouldn't overlap. And I think it's dangerous when you try to overlap them. But, um, I think it's, it's interesting that you said, you know, that you learn from the tuition too, because, uh, back in 07 to 08, I was in high school and I was trading on thinkorswim. 
Like you all think this is all new? No, I, I've seen the cycles, right? I've seen, I've seen multiple Bitcoin cycles. I've seen, uh, this is my second, um, well, technically I was live during the tech bubble, but I, I was too young to remember it. But this is my second really bit big financial crisis cycle that I've been, you know, actually actively in the markets for. Um, I was reading, uh, I was reading physical books back in 07. Like I read, uh, we didn't have like discord. We didn't have, uh, Twitch. Uh, I mean, at some time in between, it used to be called Justin TV, Justin.tv, I think. Um, then they rebranded. That was you, right? Yeah, that was me. You know, I'm just a billionaire. (laughs) I'm a billionaire who started Twitch. Um, I wish, but, um, yeah. And I was reading like, uh, options for dummies. Right. Uh, but when you're, when you're like 35 years old, you know, some of you will have a family, uh, and you have a full-time job, you ain't, you're not going to be trading out of the money options. Right. And (laughs) right. So you got to learn both, but I will say, um, like, damn, you're not going to have, there's, you'll have a much more, uh, you'll have a better winning strategy for your betting side of your brain doing this stuff than like do and doing even like some of the most kind of the more fun side of wise guy stuff than, um, than, uh, like betting on sports. I'll tell you that. Right. So you might as well do both in in the stock market and also learn a, a thing or two. Right. When you bet on the 15th, I mean, I love football and I love a lot of sports, but when you bet on like the 15th season of football and you see, you know, you know, the same plays over and over again versus, um, when you bet on this stuff, you learn who's going to win the electric vehicle race, who's going to, uh, disrupt genome editing, right? Like that kind of cool stuff. So ideally here, everyone here is a learner and you always have to learn. I mean, even some of the greatest billionaire investors, they're always learning. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's talk about the stock market. I want to dive deeper into something that um, you touched on, which is you've seen some cycles, right? And so we're in a cycle right now, but you've seen the stock market when it's stagnant, when it's trading sideways, uh, when nothing sexy is going on and, um, and now, you know, where we're at. So maybe from your brain, let's talk about the stock market this year. What did we see this year? Yeah. So, uh, I'll try to like, some people are new here. So I'm going to try to like, uh, not use technical terms as much as I can. Uh, pardon me if I do though. Uh, I mean, you saw an, uh, a shock to the system, obviously. Uh, let me rewind. So basically in, in 2008, you saw, uh, you know, you guys watch the big, go watch the big short. That's going to explain it in a, in much more fun terms than I can. Uh, basically a bunch of credit, Banks, you know, blew up our system. The government printed a bunch of money and, and bailed out the banks and lowered interest rates to save the economy. So when you lower interest rates, it uh, promotes a bunch of spending. Um, and an interest rate is basically like if you save your money in the bank, how much cash is the bank paying you per year for keeping your money in the bank? Like that kind of thing. Um, and so when interest rates are low, that increases the price of, of growth stocks for a lot of different mathematical reasons. And so... You saw, and plus we're in this age of like, yes, the internet existed from 95 to 2010, 
or 95 to 2007, but from 2007 to today was really that internet 2.0 rush, right? Is the birth of Uber, is the birth of Airbnb, is the birth of all DoorDash, all these companies that you know now that are famous in IPOing, those are companies that I w- was tracking as private venture capital Silicon Valley companies. So um, yeah, so anyway, that's the time. It's an innovative period. It was low interest rates. So we've seen the longest bull run ever since 08, the recovery in 08 to February 2000 or January, February 2020. We had the longest bull run ever. And it was boring as hell. Uh, all the, all the uh, like long term or all the, yeah, all the, there was no day trading for like five to eight years because uh, like the day trading, you need a lot of volatility, right? You can't make a lot of money if the stock doesn't move a bunch, right? And so what happened was, uh, right, coronavirus came, COVID, um, you know, shocked the system, the, the economy shut down, the stock market tanked. I did my TikTok calling the bottom. Um, TikTok is on the scene now, taking, taking market share. And, um, and yeah, and so... Uh, and then, but also the Fed comes in, uh, bails out corporates, ba- like the the uh, U.S. Treasury and I guess the treasuries of most big countries comes out and gives stimulus bills. So they give everyone uh, like twelve hundred bucks, and then uh, like now if you take out state unemployment, um, you're making an extra seven hundred bucks. So that's like three or four times what you used to make. So like a lot of people. Ha, like are not working or not the majority of people. I think it's a tale of two cities, right? If you're a white collar worker right now, um, or like a middle upper middle class person, like kind of white collar job or up, you're usually unaffected. You're like just staying at home, working remotely through zoom, but and buying a Peloton, right? Um, listing Spotify, buying Disney plus. Uh, but if you're on TikTok all the time, but if you're on the other side, you've lost your job, but you don't feel it yet because the government's been feeding you actually a lot in, in a lot of cases more money than you used to make working at a restaurant or a fast food restaurant or something, right? Um, so that means that a lot of consumers are still spending and saving. Actually, household savings are bigger than they ever been, ever, like or not ever, but bigger than I've seen it on the chart, right, in recent memory because the government's just giving you money. Now, Where's the catch, right? The catch is that the government is just straight up printing the money. They're literally printing the money. And uh, if they, I think people are saying pause or something. Uh, there was a little glitch for like two seconds. Uh, okay. It should be. Um, so anyway, uh, they start printing the money. And they, basically, they basically say, oh, we just printed another trillion dollars and we're going to feed it to a bunch of people. And so people are worried that's going to cause runaway inflation, right? Because the more money you print, uh, the more expensive everything else gets uh, per dollar because you just now have more dollars. So uh, in reality, what's happened is interest rates have gone down again to zero, like the lowest ever. Growth stocks have now pumped because of that. Uh, People are at home bored as hell with a bunch of government stimulus money. So they're (laughs) spending a bunch of money on like, uh, e-commerce Shopify shit. Like, you know, I don't know if you curse on this. I'm sorry. Um, Pelotons, Pelotons, but Pelotons are backed up. That's a good, yeah. that's a, that's one of the top picks. 
If you guys join uh, a couple cents, uh, Roic, in addition, only in addition to Mr. Ford Eights, um, then you'll see Peloton is on the list. Uh, and I picked Peloton at 55 bucks a share. Um, I don't know what it's now, like 110, 120. Um, yeah, anyway, don't get me on the Peloton train. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so like, right, like people are buying sneakers still, even though we're in a recession because the government has now printed a bunch of money and given it to people. And uh, so that means that corporate profits are up. A lot of tech corporate profits are up because people can still uh, order online. Um, the only ones that have really suffered are like theme parks, movie theaters, cruise lines, airlines, right? And even right. them, they're getting like traded up a bunch because everyone's at home um, using their stimulus bucks on Robinhood. So right. not that that's a, I mean, necessarily a bad thing. I think it's something I'm scared about. I've seen a lot of questions in the chat about, um, you know, is a crash inevitable? Well, yeah, I mean, it's inevitable on, yeah, inevitable on the time scale of like 10, 10 to 20 years for sure. Um, I think we're going to see a strong January because of funds flows. Um, a lot of the institutional guys are behind the scene or they're, I guess, getting a little FOMO on the market because they've been on the sidelines. So they, I think they're going to reallocate to the equity markets or stock market um, starting in January. But I'm also afraid of either a pullback or a pausation of growth of like hyper growth stocks. So that's like your crowd. Uh, that's like your uh, Fastly's or, you know, I don't know. Like now it's Airbnb. Because uh, if interest rates go up, then value stocks are going to go up. So, I mean, there's a lot there. So, I don't know if, what you want to talk about. Yeah, I, I guess, I mean, everybody's always, I think that the thing that I see a lot of is you can find whatever you're looking for. And that's one of the issues with FinTwit and, you know, discords. And, and basically what social media has created is something where if I'm looking for somebody saying that the market's going to crash, they will give me a bear case, like the Sven guy. I don't know if you've ever seen the Sven yeah, guy. Sven's good. Yeah, Twitter. Sven's interesting. He's such a bear. Such He's a perma bear, right? Or then you can find the perma bulls that are saying growth stocks, you know, Roku's going to hit 12,000 next week. You know, all these, you know, you can find whatever you're looking for. So <clears throat> one of the things that I really like about you is you give, you know, your, your tech, you're, you're in a, you have an innovative mind, right? Like you loved Tesla until you couldn't handle it anymore, which we'll get into. I'm later. back into it. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, good. You, you should be. Um, but uh, so, I mean, you're into tech, but then there's that part of you that, like you said, you know, you're in your thirties, you have this like very, very deep knowledge um, on the back end as far as like um, the numbers go and running the numbers and seeing these valuations be like, you know, so high that you can't even get your brain to digest, you know, putting $10 into, into this company. So I guess what I'm getting to is, um, how comfortable are you with, you know, the market in 2021 and, um, how would, are you going to go about, you know, asset allocation? Yeah, I am cautiously optimistic, cautiously optimistic. I am careful. I think we're going to see a bullish year. Goldman Sachs thinks we're going to see a bullish year. Morgan Stanley thinks we're going to see a bearish year or a pullback. I think, um, I, so, I mean, you guys have all seen insane gains, right? Like a lot of times you're levering up with derivatives like options. Uh, for us, we're more just buying and holding in, on longer term. Uh, but I mean, since August, we've seen on the ROIC big board, which is kind of like my list of what I'm buying and selling and what I own. 
um, 30, 34 as of like today, 34% gains since August 18th. And uh, all while being on average like 15% cash. So that means that most of our stuff has outperformed by like, I don't know, 40% plus, right? In like two quarters, less than two quarters. Um, I am, right, it's not a brag thing. Like I'm in it for decades, right? Like even if you make a great 50% year or 100% year, like I'm not touching that money. Like I'm not touching, right. like to your point, right? I'm not touching that money till I'm like, I don't know, minimum 55. That's like 20, right. you know, whatever, how many years from now? Um, you know, 25 years from now. And uh, so all that to say is like, I own a lot of real estate, like me and my friends. And I think this is what you were getting to before, but uh, Mr. Ford eight knows this. And, um, you know, part, you know, me and a group of my friends own a bunch of homes here in Nashville. Um, we saw the writing on the wall about people moving away from big cities to low tax states, um, up and coming cities. So we bought a bunch of property like that's So when the market was really frothy from 2017 to 2019, we actually made a ton of return on a lot of our capital uh, by buying and owning rental properties here. Um, So I am very bullish on Bitcoin, very bullish on Bitcoin. So, I mean, that's been a top performer for us on the Rogue Big Board. So I think the, 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 to wrap it up, I think it's diversification. You know me, Mr. Fortate. I am always... I don't really care what it is. I was out of the stock market for like two or three years. Right. And I, I grew up, like I'm someone who was an addict since, I don't know, like <laughs> since sixth birth. grade, honestly. I called the, I called the Google IPO um, like in the fifth or sixth grade or something like that. And I, you know, I wanted to buy it. And really, you know, nobody knew what Google was, right? It was like, you type in this thing, whatever, right? Um, right. So, but I was out of the market, but I'm always sniffing around for the best ROI, right? Which is why I, which is why I, I look for, like I called my group ROIC, return on invested capital, because I don't really care. Like you can't be emotional about like, oh, I'm like this like EV stock guy. Like, and I only consume, eat, drink, right. and breathe right. EV stocks, right? Like, I don't care if it looks like a house. I don't care if it looks like an apartment building. I don't care if it looks like an EV stock. I don't care if it looks like a, a boring, like, public storage stock. And I don't even care if it looks like a crypto, right? I only find what the best risk reward return on capital is. And, um, you, I know you all do that. Um, Ace of trades, I'm sure. Um, I haven't met you yet, but I've heard good things. Um, Mr. Ford eight, right. Uh, you all look for the best ROI. The question is what's your time frame, right? My time frame is, uh, five to 10 years minimum. Uh, so that's just who I am. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and we got some people whose timeframes are like, hey, the stock hasn't gone up in three minutes. Should I sell it? So it's all relative. It's all relative uh, timeframe wise, like you're saying. Um, I think that what I want to get into a little bit is two things here. You mentioned um, taking the emotion out of investing and not just investing in stocks or, you know, uh, a real estate, but in anything. The importance of taking the emotion out and not, not saying, Oh, well, you know, I've saved up $200,000, you know, uh, I guess it's time to buy a house when, you know, that, that's, that would be an emotional play. Cause if you look at how, I mean, just me and you talking the other day, you posted something about the housing market. Um, this wouldn't be the best time to go buy a house, would it? No. Yeah. No, you saw my post. 
Um, I have to even, I, we, you, know, you and I produce so much content that like, <laughs> I, I don't much. have, I don't even like remember what I post. I do this analysis. I post it. Uh, I'm a couple cents everywhere. A couple cents. Um, but yeah, so uh, just to read you the story, home ownership and existing home sales. So the number of people that own homes and the number of homes that are, that are being sold and bought and sold are not levels. They're at such elevated levels that we haven't seen these levels since the housing bubble. Two, mortgage interest rates are at historic lows. Uh, housing inventory is also at historic lows because sellers don't want to sell because of COVID. So there's just there are no houses on the market for sale. There are a ton of people that want to buy homes because everyone's stuck at home and moving away from inner cities where there are apartments. Um, and yeah, like, I mean, I know I'm in an apartment, but I have a house. I'm just, I just, I shoot here and, and, uh, work out of, out of this apartment. But, um, so that's that. So no supply, tons of demand, t- low interest rates. So people are willing to pay more for a house because their payments smaller and, uh, yeah, housing builds are still slow. And so that's been inflating the price of real estate. So I'm out of the real estate game right now. Interesting. So interesting So interesting to hear. And like you said, um, you took the emotions out of investing and trading. Uh, and you're somebody who is married to the game, I guess we could say. And you take you know, my career two, on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two to, three, two to three years away is something that not a lot of people could do. Um, so yeah, it's super interesting. So I wanted to get into something that's we, we call it the if this is gonna be the new hot question series, right? So anybody that we get on here that is um, you know, married to the stock market game, we want to ask them some stock related questions. So if I were to tell you uh you get to take five stocks over the next 40 to 50 years to your grade. Oh, let's you're you're in your 30s. So, you know, by the time you can cash out a 401k or Roth, you know, 60. So you have 30 years. You're taking five stocks with you. What are they? 30 years. Today, I think I'm taking Amazon. I'm taking probably uh, Facebook at this valuation. The guy's a killer. And I know a lot of people don't like Zuckerberg on a personal (laughs) level, but he's a killer, right? Um, That's an interesting one. On a 30-year basis... Uh, probably pick Bitcoin. So if I mean, this is a, that's a cheating one. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's cheating. But uh, if you need a ticker, it's uh, if you need to buy a ticker, GBTC is the way to play it. Um, even though there's a premium, we can talk about that. Whatever. Um, so that's three. Uh, let's see. I mean, Surprise Tesla hasn't gone in there yet. You're you're not long term on Tesla, huh? I am long term on Tesla, but the valuation right now is just kind of insane right right uh let's see it's probably spotify um i think they're going to create the youtube for for podcasting um and i think audio is worth i don't know even if it's worth a third or a half of video you know it's going to be really good um yeah i mean and then maybe choose like a, a, a alibaba or tencent i don't know totally that's cool. Yeah, sorry to put you on the spot with that tough question, but um, you know, it's a, it's a it's good to think about you know sometimes putting these stocks under the pillow and not checking on them for a couple of years. Yeah. That's oh wait, cool. let me address. So someone just said GBTC, LOL. Hey, just to be, clarify, I buy at spot 
on exchanges and I like I store my own like crypto. But for most people who are investing in their IRA or their accounts or whatever, look, this thing is uh, like Bitcoins. The theory on Bitcoin is like uh, if I'm right, right, you're over three decades, this thing's going to turn into 100, 200, 300, 400, 500,000 per Bitcoin um, mm. over three decades plus, right? So what's a 20% premium in the face of, you know, oh, right? It's 20,000, yeah. right? Like uh, however many times, you know, 25 times. Yeah, right? So, uh, and especially if you're doing it like a Roth IRA, like you, you do GBTC because that's the way to do it. And you don't have to pay taxes on it at all, right? So if, if you're right on Bitcoin, and like I own a bunch of GBTC in my Roth vehicle, um, a rollover Roth vehicle. And yeah, like if, if I, if it 25 X's from here, I just made like so much money and I don't need to pay Mr. Taxman anything. So is that worth a 20% premium? Like I think so anyway. Yeah, totally. Hey, and you know, this is, this is, this is fun. This is something new for us. Um, you know, we're obviously, you know, you see what we're doing. We're trading, you know, small caps, large caps, options. We are trying to expand a little bit and we've opened up you know, a section for cryptocurrency. Um, it's, it's tough to get into, right? So it's tough to just it's say, really hey, let's complicated. Get, let's get into this, right? So, you know, for those of you guys that don't know anything about it, you might get a little bit lost in this next conversation, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper for, you know, the 40, 50% that know what's going on. So you're bullish on Bitcoin and are you bullish on cryptocurrency in general, like Ethereum, Litecoin, and some of the altcoins, or is it just Bitcoin that you're so let me break investing down very simply and it doesn't necessarily it's not only because of bitcoin or it's not only in crypto it really applies to everything uh think about a roulette table what's the bet that you what bet on that table uh is the most likely to get called or to win to pay to pay something out right? It's red or black, right? It's you you either need to be right about red or black. If you bet on black 47, not only do you have to be right, it pays out way more for sure, but the, it's way less likely to pay out than just betting red or black, right? Because you have to, not only be, do you have to be right about the color, but you have to be right about the number. And they're like, how many numbers? I don't even know. Right. Um, so similarly, you, if you bet on some altcoin, not only do you have to be right about crypto, you have to be right about Bitcoin versus everything else. And then not only have to be right about that, you have to be right about that tech versus the other competing tech. So my retire, a lot of my re retirement account is, is, uh, is like, you know, exposed to allocated towards Bitcoin because all I have to do is be right about Bitcoin. So a little history for those of you that are new to Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin is the first internet born and internet lived uh, store of value or asset uh, that is not controlled by a company and not controlled by a government and not controlled by anybody. And it invented the blockchain technology. Um, the US dollar and, and most Western types of currencies and even more uh, were born out of gold. 
So gold was just the first on the scene. The gold was uh, the um, it's the it was the first right like precious metal. It's scarce. You can shave it up into little bits and pay people for a little bit, right? Like if your cow is worth this, I can shave up just a, a certain amount of gold and give it to you. Uh, it's scarce, so you can't find a lot. Like even though you try, you only find like two percent a year. Uh, you um, and it was first, right? Silver does the same stuff, but but gold was first. Gold is king. So in the same in the crypto world, right? On the internet world, I think of the world as we have multiple layers of, of the world. The first first layer is the physical world. Gold is the king asset or the store of value there. And then on top of gold, the U.S. dollar and 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 I guess like paper currency was was made, right? Because the U.S. dollar used to say you could exchange this dollar for this much gold. It's backed by gold, right? It's just a, a currency to denote gold. Similarly, on the internet layer of the world, uh, now you have this new, the internet's relatively new. It's like 20 years old, right? Gold has had the ability to be used as a, as a medium exchange for thousands and thousands of years. The internet's really only 20 years old. And now you have this gold that's found and invented on the internet. Now, Bitcoin invented it and it's first, right? It's first. Uh, so I think it's going to win. Do you think that internet gold and internet currency and is crypto? Like, do you think crypto is going to succeed? If so, Bitcoin will succeed. So all you got to do is be right about, is there going to be an internet currency? And people are like, oh, I don't like Bitcoin because the governments are going to uh, ban internet currency, third-party unregulated internet currency. But if you believe that there should be one, um, then Bitcoin will be that. Now, Litecoin is just the silver to the gold. So I don't, I, I'm not all about that silver game, man. I'm all about the gold, right? <laughs> I don't brag about silver Rolexes. I brag about gold Rolexes, right? I mean, I don't, I'm, not a, right. I'm an Apple Watch guy. But, um, you know, it just it's a little hyperbole here, right? So, I mean, I like Ethereum. I own a bunch of Ethereum. Uh, There's a lot of bull cases for Ethereum. And I don't even, you know, I got to be honest with you. I get lost in the sauce with all these cryptos, but. You know, there's a lot of people saying that, you know, at the valuation that Ethereum is at, you know, it can catch up to Bitcoin as Bitcoin. I mean, this is, you know, in the future, Bitcoin will keep rising too. But to basically catch onto the train again, you have your second chance here with Ethereum. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, so I think Bitcoin has the chance of hitting. I don't know. We'll see. I don't like calling prices. You guys, I'm a fundamental. Yeah, analyst. yeah, yeah. But on a 50 year time frame, I think Bitcoin has a good chance of being worth a quarter mil to a half a mil of Bitcoin. Um, in the short term, I'm very bullish still. Like, we're testing 20,000 and the sellers are getting eaten up. I'm not a technical guy, but um, yeah, you buy and I think we have a shot of getting to 50,000. Yeah. You know, before I turn 33, right? 32. And uh, 50 before 50. 50 off. Oh, no, <laughs> hopefully 500,000 before 50. Yeah. Um, but the way that I saw the 2007 mania and, and, and bull markets go is the funds go to pump Bitcoin and Bitcoin stalls. And then all that money flows into the smaller coins. And so Ethereum pumps even more XRP pumps even more and all these other things pump even more. Right. So, uh, I think that's a good trade, and I like Ethereum because Ethereum is Ethereum is not just it's not a cryptocurrency per se. 
the way you should think about it is it's a, um, it's a, uh, internet 3.0. So internet 2.0 is hosted on servers in physical, in, in like big server farms. Internet 3.0 is distributed servers. So everyone's their own, like, it's kind of like a Napster or like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically distributed smart contracts. It's hard to explain guys. It's really hard to explain. Yeah. But, um, but the problem with that is Ethereum is the daddy there, the king, the king, but there are a lot of other, um, there are a lot of other competing technologies that are like a Cardano and there's all these other competing technologies and internet 3.0 is, is less obvious to me than internet gold. So, uh, it's kind of one of those things, right? Like, like you, the, the further down you go down the kind of altcoin map, the more, the closer you are to penny stock and Bitcoin to me is like buying, I don't know, Tesla at a good price. Right. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's and it's great that we got into that because I think that, you know, circling back to the beginning of this conversation, one of the things that I really appreciate about you is your transparency with, you know, what it means to be an investor and what it means to be an investor uh, is not just trading stocks every day or owning owning a couple of shares of Amazon and Apple and, you know, calling it a day. What an investor means is, like you said, ROI, looking for that return. Um, wherever the opportunity is, you know, presents itself. So if it is gold and we see oil, you know, shooting up in the next couple of years, then that's where we'll be. You know, if it's housing um, and real estate investing and, um, you know, starting businesses like right now, um, I think that one of the best returns on investment, especially for some of you younger guys is on YouTube. Believe it or not, there's so much valuable information out there for free that you could be using to create businesses, start e-commerce, um, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, and, and that's for free and you could start something that you guys can be making two to 3000. And this is my goal. I want everybody to be making at least two to $3,000 a month on top of whatever you guys are doing with your regular job, your nine to five. That way, when it comes time to, you know, if you really have that entrepreneurship spirit, uh, to, to, you know, buckle down, start your side hustle, your business and, you know, take control of your future. And so, um, and, and that's one thing I wanted to talk to you about as well. Um, and then we can get into some questions from the crowd with ROI C, um, excuse me with a couple cents.com. I'm a real member, so I get it confused. Um, you've, you've really turned things around. Like it, they were great. And now it's like, I'm on there and it looks beautiful. Like it looks like it looks amazing. You guys should all go check that out right now. A couple cents.com. Yeah. I, I can um, show it if you guys want. I mean, first of all, I want to thank, can we all thank Mr. Ford eight? Uh, his community is awesome. It's only growing. Uh, it's growing for a reason and he's, he, he puts education first. So definitely before anything, definitely go. If you're not already, it sounds like some of you are just thinking about it. Go join wise guy investing. He's up to, um, Mr. Ford eight's probably one of the most entrepreneurial guy I think I've ever met. So that's why obviously, right? Like I'm full-time CFO. I don't talk to everyone all that often. And he's someone I'm, I'm, I'd become closer and closer to. So definitely go Absolutely. sign up. Thank you. Thank you. Um, for Mr. Ford eight stuff. Um, and I'll just show my screen for my stuff. I mean, thank you for giving me a little bit of time. Um, yeah, for sure. Hold on. Using OBS here. 
Uh, okay, so desktop. Okay, so uh, this is my website. I basically write a free daily email newsletter every day, um, and it goes up on the website. So we we post all business news, a lot of the key business news, and then I will uh, usually like post uh, my analyst read about stocks or whatever. Like for a good example is um, like Ro Roblox's IPO. If you go to that article, um, I'll like t I'll tell you the news and then also what I think about Roblox's IPO and if I think you should buy it um, or C3.ai or whatever, right? Like whatever's in the news. Um, and uh, so if you, that's, that's all free, right? Uh, so that's all, and you can sign up to get that in your inbox every day. Um, hold on, my site's being, I think it's slow because of uh, the stream. So that's all free. You just sign up uh, a couple cents.com slash sign up um, or a couple cents.com. And uh, that's that, right? But then you can join, you know, it's for $9.99 a month, but you know, there's a seven day free trial for those of you that are on the fence. Um, for Roic, which is kind of our premium group, it just helps support the content. And that's what you guys are all doing really here too is supporting the content, supporting Mr. Fordate's content. So go sign up for his. Um, but that, you know, you get my, uh, premium weekly investing guide, um, our favorite stock picks and, and trades. Um, you can look up, uh, the famous investors and what they're holding. So here I have like Kathy Wood at ARK Invest. I mean, you can look some of this up publicly, but, uh, okay. Well, I have a 500 error. I got to go fix that when I'm, when I'm done. Um, or I think it's, uh, it's probably because. I'm streaming and there's, it's slow. So I'll, I'll go check that out. But anyway, you can d definitely go check out um, like famous investor stuff plus what we hold. There's community um, valuation. So you can check out like uh, Facebook's valuation and tear sheet. Um, let's see if this works. If not, I'm gonna have to hop right off and fix my website. <laughs> um, here, oh, here it is. Okay, so I think there's just a 500 error over there. So anyway, like I have a little tear sheet for, for these key ones and I'm, I'm hoping to add more companies. And uh, you can kind of see like their revenue, gross profit, EBITDA, and some of their like valuation metrics to kind of follow along the analysis. So yeah, so go sign up if you're uh, interested. But um, I think uh, to, um, sorry, to Mr. Ford 8's point is, and I agree with him, it's the, the thing you can invest in the most is, uh, is yourself, right? Uh, you have to go find, like, the world is not going to give you a bunch of, like, home runs just because you exist. Uh, there will be opportunities. Some of you will be luckier than others, right? You have to go find the, uh, the ROI in your life. Whether or not that's, for some reason, you get a, uh, a really good job and a really great career. Or, you know, you, some of you guys are going to be really good at investing in stocks, and make, even some of you might make a career like I did out of it. Um, and some of you might be really great real estate investors someday, or some of you might uh, just learn a trade or whatever, you know, you get what I'm saying? So the, the, the thing you can invest the most in is yourself. Um, as you can tell, like I, I read a lot, I, um, I, I study a lot, I, um, I, think, I think I'm- I think I'm lost there a little bit, okay. Jackson. Yeah, hold on. You know, it's because I'm Zooming as well. Hold on. Stop video. Yeah, let me pause. No worries. Running too much on this PC. All right, all right, good. I'm back. 
Um, okay. But basically invest in yourself, uh, education, the more, you know, I will say like the world gives everyone opportunities. Uh, but most people don't see it because they don't see it because they don't know an opportunity when it presents itself. And, um, the reason you don't see it when it presents itself is because you don't know that it's an opportunity. And so if you don't invest in yourself early and you don't understand an opportunity versus not an opportunity, then, or and a good opportunity from a really crappy one, then that's the difference between making it and not. So like, right, like I'm, I'm start, I started the website and uh, Mr. Ford A is super entrepreneurial starting this awesome community. Like that stuff is, I mean, maybe for me even, maybe I'll do this full time if we can grow my community big enough. We're not there yet. Um, uh, again, I'm not, um, I got, I got a thing to learn, a uh, thing or two to learn from Mr. Ford Eight. Uh, but really like you gotta, you gotta invest in yourself because here's a good example. If I, I see this a lot, a friend will come to another friend and say, Hey man, uh, let's open up a bar restaurant. Uh, and they, and then, yeah, it's your friend. You trust the friend and the friend is like, you know, it's going to be a barbecue joint. And if you're not educated at that moment in time, I see so many people investing 50, hundred grand in these endeavors and losing their money because they don't know what's a good investment. And that's not only in stocks. That's not only in real estate. That's everything. Everything is a business. You just need to see it. It's like the matrix. It's like the, seriously, it's like, you guys see the matrix? I'm sure you have, right? Um, <laughs> if you, if you are uneducated in investing and business, the world looks like the simulation to you. Like you don't know, right? If something comes across your plate, you're like, I don't know, like barbecue sounds pretty yummy. I, I should invest. People will like barbecue. But if you, if you see through it and you truly understand business and investing, um, you see like the digits at the end of the first matrix movie, right? Like, like everything's a business, a, a, a small startup barbecue joint still has revenues minus costs and profits. If you start my website, we have membership revenue that supports the content minus the cost it takes for me. I have a, uh, someone who helps like the, all the costs to run the website, right? Everything is a business, everything. And if you buy a rental real estate, I think these real estate gurus, they like try to brand themselves as, as completely different, but no, you have rental revenue minus mortgage costs, minus maintenance costs equals profits. And what are your profits divided by how much money it took you to get that investment? ROI, ROI to everything. Everything's ROI. Everything. Yeah. That's a, that's an amazing point. I think that might have been the highlight of the stream. Um, because you know, what we're really trying to grow here guys. And, and I thank you guys for all sticking around. We'll take some questions here in a few minutes. Um, this isn't a stock. This isn't just a stock investing community, stock trading community. This is a community of like-minded entrepreneurs that are hustling and are going to motivate each other to get the bag and get it by any means possible. And what Justin is really saying is it, you know, it, it rings true. Like myself, I, grew up. I, I can't, I can't even think of a business that I haven't started, run, tried, got my feet wet in. You know, I was doing pyramid schemes when I was like 13 or 14 hustling, having kids in my garage, trying to, you know, pitch them on the idea that they could get a free BMW. Right. 
it was in my blood. It was in, it was in me to do this. I've always had this, but I know a lot of people that don't have it. And you know, here's here's a start for you guys that don't go around your day to day. Um, just, you know, walk around and find issues and find problems that you run into. It doesn't matter how big they are. It doesn't matter how small they are. You could be driving and see, you know, somebody get in a car accident because they're texting and driving and think, huh, I wish I could fix this texting and driving problem. Or you could go to open a door, you know, COVID is happening and you're like, huh, I don't really want to open this door with my hands. Is Ask yourself two questions. Is there a solution and can I make the solution better? And if the answer is yes, then you know, congratulations, you're an entrepreneur, get your ass to work, sit down, write it on a piece of paper and start working on it. Because that's, you know, that's how this world works. The world of business is, you know, we live in a free market where if Justin makes guitars and sells them for $500 and they're a piece of shit, and I make guitars and they're amazing and I sell them for $200, guess who's walking away with the bag and guess who's driving away in the Lamborghini? I am. So you guys, you guys have all the potential in the world. And so with these series, we're going to keep grinding and, you know, really motivating you guys to take, take advantage of, you know, all these amazing, um, you know, business opportunities out there. The internet is business. There is, it is, even though it is art, seems like it may be tapped. It is completely untapped. There is so many opportunities coming up, you know, absolutely, absolutely amazing opportunities. So let's get into questions real quick. And while we're, um, you know, let's, let's get into the first question. Uh, if you guys have any um, for Justin, uh, you know, we don't want to hold him too long. So. I did see one question. Somebody said, Hey, Justin, I'm really interested in getting um, into um, fund, be, becoming a fund manager. How can I contact you? Yeah, I'm most active on my website. So if you sign up for a couple cents.com in the Relic membership, um, if you like post in the activity feed and at me, it's usually the best way. Uh, as you can tell, like the internet is exhausting, especially because I have a uh, full time job as a CFO. So um, that's probably the best way you can all, all of you can add me on LinkedIn. I, I accept everyone. Um, I'm, but DMS are just impossible these days. Cool. We've had a couple people asking, uh, what stock should we look at now? Let's, let's just talk about maybe what are some of your top stock picks for 2021? Um, I am a very concentrated investor, so I'm going to keep most of them, uh, on the big board kind of private for now, but okay. definitely check no the full one out, but I'll give you a couple. I'll give you a couple. So, we already talked about Bitcoin. I'm super bullish on Bitcoin for next year. Um, but if I'm wrong, that the cool thing about Bitcoin is if I'm wrong and you buy it at 19,000 um, and it goes down to 5,000, who cares? I've, he- I've held Bitcoin from 20,000 down to 3,500 and then I just bought more. That's the cool thing about Bitcoin is because I'm telling you, my thesis is that in a decade or two decades, this thing's going to be worth over a hundred grand. Right. So that's that. Um, the, uh, you know, giving away the whole, uh, you know, my favorite stock is not that much of a secret. It's the, it's on my YouTube channel. Uh, Amazon is something that you buy and hold in your, you can just keep buying it. Amazon and Jeff Bezos is going to, are going to eat the world. Uh, <laughs> Unlike Apple, who comes out with shitty headphones, pardon my French, um, for six thousand dollars. Yeah, so dumb. buy buy Apple stock, not Apple headphones for your girlfriend. Get her in. But stocks. I don't even like Apple. So I'm gonna tell you why. It's because uh, Apple makes their profits and doesn't know what to do with their cash, because Ooh. all they can do they are not innovative anymore. I bought Apple 
back when I first got my hands in high school on the first iPhone. I said, and I was the guy who had a pocket PC and, uh, and by Compaq, you guys don't even know that company anymore, and uh, Palm Pilot. And I was like, this is so much better. This is gonna change the world. So, uh, so I, I invested in Apple. But so I'm, I'm, Apple was my first love or second love after Google. But Amazon, they don't make a profit because they spend all that money buying other companies and reinvesting that capital. Now, if you ask me, do I want a dividend stock that pays me a dividend and then I'm just going to use that dividend to buy more dividend stock? Or do I want Amazon who has all these opportunities and is just going to invest that for me? I want Jeff Bezos to work for me. I don't want to work for myself in that, in that scenario, right? If, Am if Apple sends me a dividend check, what do I, what do, I do with that? I don't, need, I don't have anything else I need it, I, can, I can buy it with. But Jeff Bezos, he doesn't give me a dividend check. He says, in, instead of giving me a dividend check, he says, hey, buddy, I have all these opportunities I can invest in, and you don't. Just, just chill out. Just own the stock. And then right. he, goes buys, he goes and buys pill pack. So now he's going to ship pharmacy pills to your door. And then he goes and buys uh, like ring, is it either ring, like, right? I think they own ring. Yeah, ring doorbells. Yeah. yeah, ring doorbells because now Amazon's going to be in your house. Like they invest all that <laughs> stuff because you don't have good investment opportunities. Jeff Bezos does. And so I don't care about Amazon or Apple or like, or like some or Verizon giving me a dividend. You're going to hear about all these like, dividend gurus like oh all you do is you get this like five percent dividend and then you buy more dividend stock see so, so you get five percent and then you buy another stock that also gives you five percent so you're it's like fake compounding whereas jeff bezos makes a trillion billion dollars and then goes and buys a factory that pays back 10x not five percent 10x right so yeah. that's something you buy for the long long term 30 years that's the one thing it's to me 30 years is amazon and Bitcoin. And then, you know, I'll, I'll give you another one. I still like Peloton. I picked Peloton at 55. Peloton's trading at like, like 15 times forward gross profit. Um, and it's under misunderstood. They're like sold out. They can't even keep up to, with demand. Um, you know, everyone I know in my kind of socioeconomic sphere loves it. You don't need to believe that everybody and everybody gets a Peloton. All you got to do is believe that a lot of rich people do. And I see all my young millennial well-off people, they all have Pelotons and they all like love it. It's like a cult. Um, totally. So those are the three stocks I'm, I'm going to give you. But if you want to know the rest and want to know my trades in real time, um, sign up for mine, uh, a couple cents.com, the Roic membership. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, and then it's time for the first giveaway, guys. We'll just get it popping right now. Um, type in cents. The code word is cents, C-E-N-T-S. That's going to be the code word. Um, and then we'll announce it after this next question. Uh, one of the questions that I really did like here was somebody's uh, fat potato said, I'm big on emerging markets. Are you as well? If so, which ones? Call me Buffett, but I bet on America. Um, I am. <laughs> I. You believe I Well, Here's the thing. The U S right now, unless until we're uh, dethroned, we are the gold to the world. We're the, the reserve currency. We are the predominant military projection force. We are, we are the, the Bitcoin is to crypto, the U.S. is to the world. 
when there's a phrase from last financial crisis, not this one. So back in 08, um, when America sneezes, the the world catches a cold. And I believe that emerging markets, all signs point to emerging markets doing really well. I don't know it well enough. I don't know. I will never be able to understand emerging markets well enough to bet the farm on it. Mm. But I can bet the farm on Amazon. Honestly, I could sell everything in the world and uh, everything that I own and just buy Amazon and just sleep well at night. Like I don't even need to open up my portfolio for 20 years, right? Because I know Amazon so innately. Uh, I don't know the like random internet bookseller of India. I don't know like the random like uh, Facebook of Nigeria. Like I don't know these things and I don't know what their governments are doing with their, with their money printing policy. Right. Yeah. So sure. I, I like EM fine, but honestly, I think in this world, winners win and losers lose. Um, and I'm not calling mm-hmm. other countries losers. I'm saying, uh, it's the power law, right? It's, it means it's like the 80, 20 rule. Have you guys heard of that? Like, I think 20% of the winners, 20% of, of the winners take the 80% of the profits. So, uh, I think like China might be one of them. So I like, that's why I like Alibaba and Tencent. Um, totally. And so my exposure to international stocks are, uh, towards like Chinese dominant players, like the Amazons of China. Um, and I have nothing against like European stocks or emerging market stocks, but I've been hearing the thing about India for a long, long time. And India has not outperformed over the last two decades. Um, China has done a masterful job for themselves. Um, uh, you know, whatever. So, uh, so I mean, I just, and even if, even if there's some ripe opportunity and like, what's an, what's an emerging market? Like, uh, I don't know what, what else is an emerging market? Like Southeast Asia. I think everyone gets all hyped up about C limited. Um, I don't know. How, how do you really <laughs> like, how do you like people ask me about that all the time? How do you know that C limited is really that good? Do you live right. there? A lot of people that are buying it don't live there. So and that, that and that actually goes back to and wait, I'm going to choose the winner real quick so we can chill with this. Yeah, spin. absolutely. Uh, winner is at c underscore chappy thirty five. That's the winner c underscore chappy thirty five. Send me a DM on uh, open up a support ticket and uh, we'll take care of you in the group. Um, yeah, se right. And that falls into the same category with a lot of other tickers that, you know, you could have made a great, don't get me wrong. You could have made a grip this year on SE. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's not to take away from the same point that I was making earlier that you can make pretty much a bull case for anything. And especially with Twitter and, you know, pretty much all these social medias out there where I can go out there and write some, some bull case for SE and say, Hey, uh, you know, uh, the Southeast Asia, all they do is play video games 24 seven. The internet cafes are open. They play during their lunch break. And, you know, this, this company combines gaming and e-commerce and, you know, uh, five separate companies that we have in the U S they combine it in one bundle. Shouldn't you like, this is a must buy. Right. And so that's kind of where I see a lot of people headed and it, you know, it, I, I, I call it Turkey day. Right. So, um, the Turkey runs around for, you know, a full 360, whatever days in the year and then until it's Thanksgiving. Right. And then his head gets chopped off. So, uh, that's, that's kind of where I see a lot of, um, you know, people 
people ending up. So, Hey, one last question for you. Um, this with your business, right. And, and this is just from like a business standpoint, you've been working hard on a couple cents. Is your goal to, you know, turn this into something that is, is really, you know, like what, where do you see this going and what is your business aspirations? Yeah. So like I said, Mr. Ford, you are, you are the king of internet entrepreneurship in my mind, in our, in our space. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, I have about, to me, I think the internet will speak. I think I can go full time on this stuff if I hit 4,000 members, you know, right now I have about 1500. So, you know, and again, I, I churn out a lot of content. I'm a little less strong on the kind of social media marketing types of stuff. Um, so, uh, it looks like I'm frozen again. Hold on. Am I? I think it's my connection. You can still hear me though, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't worry guys. We know it's frozen. Just do a little, uh, do a little refresh. Should get it. Should get it going again. There we go. I think I see you. Am I back? At least the load screen's back. Yeah, we're back. Should the refresh should be good. Oh, do yeah. I hit the, okay. Yeah, you're back. Okay. I'm back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the question is, you know, it, am, could I do this full time? I think, yeah. Like if I two to three times my, our, our, um, my website subscriptions, I think uh, I can do this, but again, like I've got a great career. I've worked really hard for it. And it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if I just continued along my CFO Wall Street track. Um, but, it, you know, if the Internet will speak, the Internet, if, if folks out there want uh, like top level equity research and guidance from me, like one of the only publicly facing hedge fund folks that I've ever seen out there, yeah. then they'll sign up and, and support the content at 10 bucks a month. But if not... So um, there might be a reason why, you know, I, I don't know. Right. So, um, but the answer is yeah. Yeah. Like I would love that. I would love that. I would love, I love doing this. It's a lot of work. Double duty is like crazy. So, uh, if you guys want to support the content and even dive in even more a couple cents.com. Yeah. I would, I would love everybody to once again, go check out a couple cents.com a C O U P L E C E N T S. I'll also put it in, um, the uh, messages. Hey, and then I got a question for you guys, everybody that's, you know, been sticking around with us. I think we've had over 1200 people cycle through 1300 people cycle through tonight. So, you know, everybody that stuck around with us, would you guys like to see a collaboration between uh, myself and, you know, our community and Justin's community, a couple cents, we, you know, we're, you know, there could be some potential there for us to work together and, you know, you know, have us offer you guys, you know, the wise guy investing, offer you guys the short term stuff and the swing trades and the scalps and everything like that. And then get the more in-depth um, knowledge and, you know, long, long distance and uh, longevity trades and stuff from uh, Justin's a couple of cents. So it looks like the yeses are spamming in. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, awesome. Awesome. Here, I just want to show awesome. you. So my website is back. I just want to show you one thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know why it was it was roughing out right there but anyway so anyway we do we update for like other like famous investor holdings but that's cool um but yeah like that that's awesome thank you for for saying yes um yeah. i will say 
this is uh, the path starts with wise guy. Um, his, his stuff is awesome. So I just appreciate you having me on. Awesome. Totally. Hey, once again, guys, you know, thank you. This is our, I think third or fourth time doing this, uh, our third or fourth guest, but you know, Justin was the inspiration behind wise guy. Justin was the inspiration behind TikTok. I would not be where I'm at today, you know, inadvertently without, without Justin. So, you know, let's, let's all say a huge thank you to Justin. Go follow him on TikTok. Go follow him on Twitter, um, on YouTube as well. His YouTube videos are amazing. Seriously, guys, a couple cents on YouTube and a couple cents.com. This guy is, uh, as they say in here, Justin is OP. Yeah, he is overpowered. The guy's, uh, the guy's crushing it. So, you know, thank you to all of, uh, all of you guys that have cycled through, um, stuck with us. You know, if you guys are enjoying this, we're going to keep giving you guys more content, more guests. And the goal will be to, uh, you know, check back in with Justin uh, and, and, you know, have him back on here and then see where we're all at. You know, maybe we're at 100,000 members. His business is at 5,000 and uh, he's just crushing it, right? Like, so that's what we want to do. So thank you, Justin. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll, hopefully I'm on soon. Thank you all. Cool. Thank you, guys. Good night.